record no matter how long from the heart and we may be wrong Joe Boo parroting every song and you may not care about it Jaber opens himself this way this show is ours, we do it our way. All these words sure we just say. And you may not care about it. Things Joe says and pranks we do. Monday's recording something new. New guests here for a different view And you may not care about it T-Y-T-Y-D-C-A Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the podcast TYTYDCA. I am your host, The Average Joe Boo, along with co-host... The Average Joe. Welcome back, buddy. Thank you, my friend. How you doing? I'm doing well. Good, good. Jay Bird couldn't be here. He could not. Uh, we'd like The Average Joe's verse to uh, send some prayers to The Average uh, the average Jay Bird's clan. The Average Jay Bird's clan, yes. Yep. He, uh, he is his extended family, friends of in his mm. circle or whatever they're going through, some loss and stuff, and... And uh, it's a rough time anytime that happens. So uh, if you send some prayers to old Jay Bird, uh, we'd appreciate it. Uh, let Jay Bird know he's loved. We'd love him. And, Very much uh, so. We're thinking of you, brother. That's right. Uh, can't wait for uh, a couple weeks whenever he comes back. You bet, right. man. Yeah, it's... Uh, Get know. this trio back to a trio. I'm telling you, man. The three musketeers of average Jodem. That's right. That's right. So anyways, so uh, old Joe. Old Joe Boo? When I say old Joe, I mean 38 Yes, I'm. Uh, I'm a year older yeah. since uh, our, our last re- recording. Well, I mean, I don't think you're a year older. Well, I mean, you know, I'm a yeah, your numbers changed. It has a little bit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> only, but you're yeah. only about a month older. Since. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, moved a little bit closer to the the. That's right. The the four zero. Now, old Joe Boo did call you on your birthday. You did, and you did not respond. Well, I even texted you after you texted I me. Did. Hey, did you call? There was miscommunication yeah. during that whole week. Yeah. Um, the average, uh, the average Joe. You know, that'd little, be you. That'd be me. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking to the third person like we love to do here. Okay. Had a little bit of a rough work week. And so yeah. that evening I was kind of detaching myself from technology. Ah, uh, yes. Unplugging so, as it were. Unplugging as I was. Oh, yes. Oh, OK. Yeah. Right. Yeah. OK. Uh, but I appreciated it. Though. Yeah, absolutely, man. And, and the thing about it is, is that we still have to look forward to at some juncture. Yeah. I think in this quarter, yeah, yeah, in Q Q one, if you will, okay, right after right. your birthday, yes, we're gonna have to celebrate uh, the Joes, yes, and uh, maybe you could do the little Fogo, yeah, maybe we might have to, we might have switched that up, dude. I gotta tell you, I'm I'm starting to struggle with it. No, it's I think it's like oh, I'm not man. I'm not struggling with how good it is, like it's great, but I'm struggling internally with right. it. You know what I'm saying? It's it's like it's like I'm it's like Drano. Yes, for yes, me. yes, and it's 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 not good. Well, I tell you, if I we, mean, it's great. It's it's spectacular, but then it's not. It's not. Yeah, I think it'd be fun <laughs> if we want uh, some Italian flair yeah. of spoiling ourselves. Okay, um, Maggiano's. 
is pretty good. Maggiano's is good. It's pretty good. But I think the other thing option we have is we, we can take it back old school. Chili's? That or Flying Saucer. Ooh. Flying we have saucer. not been there in ages. In a minute. We might need a Tuesday night after season. I'm saying. Uh, the other, I'll tell you what, I've been really falling in love with Downtown McKinney. So. Oh, oh, oh That's yeah. another fun place. Bob's Steak and Chop House? Uh, I would eat there. I've never had that before, but I would definitely eat that. It's super expensive. Is it really? Yeah. I mean, I say super expensive. I mean, we're looking at what we normally eat. Right. It's, but, it's but I got would imagine pretty decent expense to it. You know? Right. Well, I mean, when we are doing the Fogo thing, I mean, we're up there with like your your uh, Del Frisco's and it's, whatnot price no, wise. No, no, you don't false, think so? negative. I, it's been a while. Since well, okay, maybe Colonel for, Ball senior years. Last time I I graced uh, so the, the old double eagle. Okay, so the Del Frisco's. You know, I. You you came didn't you come to one of the no drafts? I didn't get, I didn't get brought in until after but I'm hopeful now that uh, the man the myth the legend himself is, should be here now instead of Vegas since they moved the Mr Ramsey's empire here uh, yes well I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to next year okay so I do believe that Vegas is still potentially on oh, really? the docket yeah okay I mean dude goes to Vegas apparently like once a month or more so I will tell I mean, you y'all if we go to Vegas Joe I know. You're coming. I know. You're coming to Vegas. I know. We will road trip that. Uh, I'm, I'd probably be down. I'll take a day off on Friday. Yeah. We'll road and trip then it. we'll road trip it, and we'll leave Sunday morning yep. and then get back Sunday evening. We'll yep. take that. Or I'll or I'll take a, a Friday and a Monday off just to make sure that we got the time we need. Yep. I'm just saying, Joe. I love Gordon Ramsay. So Joe. Hell's Kitchen would have been Joe. wicked. Yeah. Dude, it was primo it was you missed out and i'm gonna tell you you missed out until you no i know the, miss the, in. the pictures and videos y'all sent out first of all i as much as i knew i was missing out i was genuinely happy for you that had to have been like once in a lifetime experience and if it happens to be twice in a lifetime for yeah, you yeah i'm gonna be very happy if it's my first in a lifetime absolutely absolutely be nice dude i mean fantasy football draft in a vegas caesar's palace penthouse mm. dude this was room number one on the wow. floor, I mean, corner, four bed, three four bedroom. I mean, it. I mean, decadent probably does not even begin to describe it. Not even, not even. Anyways, it was sick, and you need you need to get definitely. There. And so, if we do the double eagle, of course you're coming on with that. Oh, for sure. But uh, but no, no, no. Okay, so Fogo de Chow is not not is not double eagle price. Okay. And here's and here's how I know this. Okay, now it it may it may parallel on a couple parts, you know, like some plates at Del Frisco's might be similar price to what you're paying for the the uh, Fogo to Chow experience, right? But first of all, Fogo is is all you can eat. Oh, fair, right? So you're paying fifty to sixty bucks, whatever, yep. for you to have a have a meal that is never ending until you're done, mm-hmm. until you are finished, right? And then potentially a drink, right? Well, that's like. A moderate plate at Del Frisco's. Oh well, yeah. I mean, they're going right. to have the stuff on the higher end. Oh yeah. Like when we first went to Del Frisco's, we're sitting there with him, and he's saying you should try the king cut, mm-hmm. and we're just like, okay, like we will. Sure. Twist and my arm. They they tell me about this king cut, and then we look at at Norm and say, how much is this king cut? And he said, on a menu, that's probably going to be about 180 bucks. Mm-mm. And I was like, yes, please. 
okay, I'm going to eat this. You know, I'm going to eat yeah. every bit of it and uh, take home what I can't finish and gnaw on the bone for a couple right, of days yeah, and yeah. feel like Make royalty. Make some stock out of it That's later. right. Yeah. I'm going to feel like a, the, the king in, in Game of Thrones just right. gnawing on the, the legs or the ribs or whatever. Dude, it was sick. It was sick. Just the, the next time we went, it was, hey, guys, we're not going to order off the menu. I'm just going to have them keep bringing stuff. And they, I mean, cuts of the Wagyu filet or whatever. See, I've, I've, I've the, never had Wagyu The giant still. tower of gigantic jumbo shrimp cocktail. Mm. Like, I mean, dude, there was some crazy stuff. And I was like, keep it coming. Keep mm. it coming. Bring it on. Bring it on. Do they on. still have the weird, creepy people in the bathroom? Because I will tell you, my, my, my first experience the with that. The person uh, with yeah. the towel and stuff? Yeah. The bathroom it, attendant? Yeah. yeah, that was very odd. You know, 18-year-old Joe. Okay. You know, shout out to Jared Richardson. Would you like a mint? Yeah, we went in there and we were both freaking out because we we're like, wait a sec. I mean, humble, humble beginnings, yeah, yeah, you know, and, and and the land of Gar. Yeah. And so we were really thrown by that. Like, why is the guy trying to dry our hands for us? Yeah. Like, it was very weird him looking at us, like, what's going on? But it was his job. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I didn't have, like, extra cash. I tips. Did, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, I'm going in there to to relieve myself. Absolutely. I didn't know I was relieving number myself. Number one or number money. two? Well, I just I want mean, to know how much time I have. I'm pretty sure he was expecting a number 20 yeah, coming in his hand, but, like, wasn't 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 prepared for that. <laughs> uh, but I'll tell you the other thing, though, dude. Like, in a pinch, though, I also would sell for some hibachi, man. Yeah. Okay, yeah, like a Tokyo, uh, like a Kyoto or Tokyo Hana or uh, yeah, one of the, or just like Hana. Yeah, any of them. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine with that. Moderately okay. priced, but also exceptionally good. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's there's also nothing like watching the food get prepared for you. I'm telling you. And then I mean, you know, well, there is no better fried rice. You know, they don't spit in it than fried mm-hmm. rice at um at a hibachi. Hibachi. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh. Okay, so so now that we're all hungry, yeah, yeah. Okay, first on the docket, Super Bowl. Yep. Okay, we got uh, Pro Bowls sometime today. If it yeah, hasn't already nah. kicked off, gay, right? I like the way they're doing it now. The more fantasy football, it's very style. happy. I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and w- is there any stakes in the Pro Bowl any anymore? I don't like, think so. A lot of people didn't go. Right. You know, like your favorite player in the NFL, he declined going. He was he, had, he was but, he selected? Yeah. Barely. Okay. Yeah, probably is an alternate. Yeah, right. But, yeah, because but, yeah, I yeah. know he didn't go, but okay. uh, but apparently Juju didn't go either, and they were actually together Shocker. for a Seven Eleven thing where yeah. Juju's trying to say he's trying to come here. Big gulps, huh? Yeah. Well, see yeah. you later. Um. Okay, so uh, we have the completely unanticipated. Yeah, Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, which let's just start there. I mean, Joe Burrow, elite. Ah, year two after an injured first year. You know, brings his team to to the Super Bowl. Not to get into the debate of elite, but I got to tell you, I I'm a fan of the man swagger. Okay, you know, because he he has some swagger about him, but he also is not extremely boastful either. He lets true. Well, I don't know about the way he's been dressing lately. Well, Looks but like he's, he's pretty I'm saying his his behavior, I think, is what he's using to speak, not his words. Okay. Which I appreciate that. Okay. For and now. So, he's year two. Well, I know. He's still a babe still, in the NFL. It's still it's a Cinderella story. Like though. a baby. I know, but it's not a really a cool story. It's gonna be, it's like made for movies because you got the a picture of him being hoisted mm-hmm. by one of his linemen. 
after winning the national championship. Oh, yeah. And then the and same, same yeah. lineman's hoisting him after winning the AFC. Yeah, fair. Fair. And as much as I wanted Dak to get comeback player of the year, yep. which I still think there's argument that he should get it, I don't know how Joe's not going to get it. Who's arguing that, first of all? Well, I think the you? level. The, no, well, the level of injury. The gruesomeness of the injury. Okay. And and I think and th- there's uh, argument to be made for that. Whereas didn't Joe Burrow, Burrow just, have a torn ACL? Yeah, but he didn't have bone sticking out of his leg. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But I think it's I think I think he should be in the running though. I mean, considering he's playing the Super Bowl now. He's playing in the Super Bowl after he played yeah. five games his rookie yep. year. But as far as the elite status goes, like I do think Joe and Chase is a magical combination. I think they're going to get a bunch of they have the potential to set some my Montana rice, okay, you know, stop, type stuff. Dude. Yeah, just, but they're just kicker, add on to that. I mean, but they're T kicker, Higgins, though. Tyler Boyd. Oh, agreed. Uh, uh, the the last Joe, name starts with an O. The, the tight end O O Obajawa. Obajawa. I'm so I'm, I know I'm going to pronounce <laughs> it wrong. I know that his oh, last no. name starts with an O. Okay, I like I like the guy. Fine. I picked him up in a couple of leagues this year. Okay, but um, I got to tell you the kicker though. The kicker's the one who's been stone cold, man. Yeah. The kicker is the true ice man in this equation. Oh, that's true. That well, the, okay. Now that's not necessarily true, but he's come up huge. He's come up huge. Yeah, Mixon. I mean, yeah, Adam. I mean, Mixon. But Mixon, I feel like it's towards the tail end of his career. I don't think Mixon. Uh, that's I don't fair. Think, I don't think Mixon has more than three years left. That's fair. If he I does, could, I could accept that. It's three and a half. Yeah. So like an injury year, and then he has three more. Or something like that. Something. Uh, but yeah, Mixon definitely is is in the equation. But my point is, is you take you take Burrow, you take those three receivers, Boyd being the oldest one of them, mm-hmm. uh, who's not that old, who's not, but he is. I mean, he's he's been in the the league two to three years longer right, than yeah. either the other two. So uh, you take those three receivers, and then you go get a a high powered like RB one. Then you prolong Mixon's career by making him RB two mm-hmm. and using him like a Pollard. Yeah. And at, at some point in time, now you have one of the most prolific offenses mm-hmm. because at that once you go out and get that RB one, you're also making sure that your O line is and, at least one and a half deep. And at they, least what I appreciated about what the Bengals did in the off season <clears throat> is if you look at it, the, all, they spent all like almost all their money in, in draft picks, the whole nine yards on building that lineup. Yeah, because they 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 said, you know what, we think we have a franchise quarterback. And we're going to I think support right. him. I think they're right. Yeah, uh, there's not many out there right now that I think are uh, are franchise quarterbacks. There's maybe seven, maybe. So I think we, let's we let's agree. name them. Okay, Mahomes. Yeah. yeah, top of the list as far as franchise yep, quarterback. I agree with that. Allen. Yes. Also top of the list. I cannot wait to see that man get his chance at the at the, at the show. Absolutely. Um, you have uh, you got Burrow now. I believe I believe Burrow yeah. was when he came in. Yep. Just because. Um, who else? Let's. Um, I think uh, the kid for the Eagles is gonna is going to have a good career. Uh, I'm gonna stay neutral on that one. Okay. I just think he's gonna have a good career. You talking about Hurts? Yeah. Ugh. I mean, he played well this year. That's fair. And they they clawed back into the playoffs. Fair. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Uh, kid for the Cardinals. I think he's going to have a good year. Fair. Yeah? Okay. (laughs) Let's keep going. Who else? I know. Um, Uh, You got – I'm not as big on Lamar Jackson as everybody else is. I am. I am. I tell you, I am, though. Okay, but he is going to be basically like a Michael Vick to the Falcons back in the day. I think it will be more, though. 
I'm just saying yeah. he's going to be around like Vic was. Yes, and yes, he's gonna yes. I don't know if he's gonna be as dynamic as Vic was. I think he has the potential of being more, but I think what the Ravens need to do, well, two things really is I want to see what happens when he comes back because just like with running backs, yeah. when you start seeing a bunch of ankle injuries prolonged, uh-huh. Fair. you know what I mean? It, it really starts to impact him. And so if he has to do, if he has to use his legs less, yeah, I still think he has a very strong pocket passer too. Okay. But it also changes his dynamic a little bit. I mean, you saw the same thing in a microcosm of Deshaun Watson before, you know, he started screwing up outside of the right. the, the field, right. so to speak. Right. Um but I do consider I would consider him a franchise quarterback. My question I consider to, Lamar Jackson franchise yeah. quarterback as well. I just don't think that I'm not as high on Lamar Jackson as right. everybody else is. He's but, he's shown that he has the capability yeah. of leading the team. He's shown that he has the capability of being dynamic in more than just throwing yeah. the ball. But at the same time, he's also that if he can't run, he's limited. Correct. Which was Vic. Yeah. If Vic couldn't run, which Vic that's my that's my point about Vic. And 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 Jackson's not going to be as dynamic as Vic, ultimately, because Vic never uh, was prevented from running. He was extremely elusive and pretty much always got whatever yardage he was looking. I to feel get. like if I feel like Vic, Vic was kind of like at that at a weird transitioning phase where he was ahead of his time from the standpoint of at that time, really Atlanta was the only organization that actually committed. Yep. to his style play. And I think if Fair. you hadn't have seen what happened with the dogs, I think I think we, we could be looking at a, a multi-gear MVP winner. Potentially, yeah. For you know sure. what I mean? For sure. Uh, and and uh, first-round Hall of Famer. Adam makes a good point here. Uh, the talent and preparedness of so many of these quarterbacks far above the last generation of guys. Um, I think that it's, it's so very difficult to compare generations of quarterbacks. Like, if you're trying to compare the Bradshaw era, Bradshaw-Stahlback era, to the Aikman or even now the Dak era or whatever. I, I don't even know why I said that. But uh, the the game is so much different. The game back in the in the 60s and 70s was ground and pound. It was a pass when you needed to, and it was just hit somebody in the face and run the ball three to five yards. But I think you still, though, had – a lot, some quarterbacks, even back then, though, that really were elite. That still, I think, you had some quarterbacks. Hundred of all time, you had some quarterbacks back then. You're looking at your Joe Namus, your Johnny Unitas's, and stuff like that, who could throw but the even, ball. But even Archie, though, like I don't think Archie right. gets enough credit for his legs. Well, that's and that's fair. Yeah. But my point is, is that the the game has changed so much. Yeah. The game has changed this West Coast style offense, where it's now throw, 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 so you can run. Well, and then, I mean, you got run play option like every other play now. Right. Absolutely. I mean, I would love to know the statistics of how how many plays that are actually executed or the original play that were called in the huddle. Absolutely. Okay, and, interesting statistic. I mean, you think about back then, there was no deviation. No. Or at least that you heard of. There may have been, then we or just like, didn't watch it and, and there, see it. Or like maybe one to two different audibles. So like 100% of the time, if you ever audibled, it was one or two plays. Mm-hmm. Not like you have you've doubled your playbook with options. Well, and think about back then the uh, the composition of teams, how many how many specialty players? Not specialty players, but uh, uh, dynamic players were on the team. Right. I mean, one, two, right? How many on that Bears team? That Gale Sayers Bears team. Well, I mean, well, you uh, had Gale quite Sayers. A few. Yeah, Gale Sayers, but you had a few right. others. Uh, did you? Yeah. Not that I don't think that was putting up big time numbers. You had your. I think you had. You think you had guys who were taking care of the offensive line. I think you yeah. had a good defense. 
But I mean, on offense, you weren't talking about these guys that were going out like making, like catching the ball fifteen hundred right. yards, hundred catches, or whatever, whatever the numbers are. Right. You know? But I mean, like. But now you got two or three of those on each team, if if not more, right? You right. have you have uh, four thousand yards passing, which I think was a was a something that quarterbacks back in the day couldn't even dream of. I mean, they were talking fifteen hundred to two thousand was probably a big number for them. But you look at a gap though. Like, I think what, what really illustrates it, I saw some stats on Matthew Stafford. Mm-hmm. Now, Stafford, even with playing in Detroit, which has been a dumpster fire since day one. Yeah. Fair. I think Stafford, if he had never left Detroit, still would have made it into the Hall of Fame. And I think he still would have been considered one of the best passers in the game. Like, yeah. talent, his numbers were good. Plus, you look at, I mean, he was a part of Megatron. You know, in a less than a 10-year career, make it into the Hall of Fame and arguably one of the better receivers. Listen, this was arguably one of the worst offenses yeah. ever when Stafford was in, was there. In terms of their O-line and right. stuff, in terms of their running back production, and then uh, Stafford and what's what's his – what's his name's not Megatron. What's his actual name? Oh. It's not Chad Johnson, not old, not old no, Joe Johnson though. Uh, Calvin Johnson. Calvin Johnson. Uh, he made Calvin Johnson better than Calvin Johnson actually already was. Calvin Johnson was great. Oh yeah, Matthew the, the, Stafford made him significantly better because he got the ball to yeah, him. Yeah, he gave him opportunities to achieve that greatness. That's right. To, to show potential. it, to demonstrate yeah. it, all that yeah. other stuff, despite. The, the corner that they were backed up into the entire right. time. And now what you're seeing is an offense built around a quarterback that has been a good quarterback in a crap town, yep. and he's showing out. So if you looked at Stafford, I think, played three or four playoff games yep. before for the Detroit. Yeah. A handful, right? Three or four. His numbers this year, okay, yep. are better than his total combined numbers. For his previous playoff history. Yeah. And, Dude, and it's I, sick. It is. It's, it's, it's awesome. It is. But I think that's that's that speaks volumes to the – like you're saying, the, even the changes in the last decade yeah. to the NFL. Because even when, when Peyton Manning was doing his thing, you know, and, and uh, the first, uh, you know, first 10 years of Brady, you know, we still had really great pocket quarterbacks that were doing incredible things, but they did not have the the talent. Yeah. Um. That, that that we're looking at on these other teams because it's insane. Because, yeah. you know, Cooper Cup, is uh, best receiver in the game this year. Uh, maybe one, if not the best year of a receiver ever. Right. But triple won. crown winner, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Tri- uh, it, was most, that, has that even been a thing where yeah. you wanted to touchdowns, yards, and receptions? I don't, I don't know. I believe that's what it is. Yeah. I mean, I've never even I mean, heard if, of that. If anybody did it, I'm sure Jerry Rice did or Randy Moss at some point. Yeah. But, okay. Um, fair. But, fair. uh, but as as awesome as Cooper Cup is, I mean, he's still Stafford's still having like stats where he's hitting six, seven different targets, oh different God. people in a game, still throwing touchdowns to like three or four. I think he set a record this year. What's his name? The uh, the kid who came in as the backup tight end, Higgins? No, 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 that was Higby. Higby. Yeah. Higby is the tight end. I've heard it both ways. Higby went out early in the right. game, and the backup tight end got a touchdown or two in that yeah. game. Like, I mean, he's doing this year things that we've seen Brady do, throwing to no-name guys. Let's call them no-name because we don't know who they are. Right. Right? And they're clearly in the NFL for a Unrostered reason. Unrostered fantasy team players. Right. And and they're and they're producing for him yeah. or with him. And 
there's going to be the interceptions. There's going to be. Uh, I compared when uh, Walker and I were talking, I compared him to Brett Favre. No, I, I agree with you. Yeah, Brett Favre. Yards, touchdowns, little success in the playoffs in terms of that final number, that final game, right? He, he's gone to it once, twice, won it once, right? I think twice. I think he's gone twice, but only won it once. And he's got crazy numbers. He's got like he's got like the Iron Man statistic in terms of game started yeah. or whatever. He, great quarterback forever. And he's played in some of like arguably the great like if you were to list the top ten games ever in the NFL, the one after his uh, his dad died, uh, to me is one of them. Just crazy good. Yeah. Well, he's like the guy who who has the most home runs. He also has the most strikeouts. Right, he's the guy that has some of the most. Uh, he's got the most touchdowns thrown, or the most yards thrown, or the best QBR, or he has something mm-hmm. like that, or he's top three on several categories. But he also has the most interceptions thrown yeah. of any quarterback. They refer to them as the gunslingers. Right, yeah, and he's so go out there, he's going to do it. He's going to get. It, he's going to get the interceptions thrown, but at the same time, he's going to get you in the end zone. He's going to give you one yeah. of the best I mean, opportunities it's, it's you it's can have. It's prob- law of statistics, right? Yeah. The the more risk you take, the more rewards you're going to get. Absolutely. Same thing. Also, the more pitfalls you're going to fall exactly. into. Absolutely. And so, anyways, um, I, I think I think when Stafford actually had a GM built around him, putting the pieces in place where there wasn't just one receiver and nothing else. Well, not to mention the matching with him with that the mind of their head coach. That guy's an evil genius. Well, that's fair. Okay. You know, he has that he, total recall memory. If you like, I've seen him interviewed to where they ask about. Uh, a Third, game six years ago yeah, on a yeah, certain day. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. high school. Oh, yeah, right. You know, your sophomore year, yeah. game against, like, you know, West West Side Tech. Yeah. Third down, 15 minutes left in the first quarter. What did you run? Right. And he's like, oh, it's uh, insane. Yeah, yeah, ISO sweep or something. Yeah. Right. And so my point is is that we actually have now the ability to see if Stafford can do it. Now, the issue is his age, right? How yep. long can he sustain this? The other issue is – um. Age is becoming a little bit less. Age, well, okay, age is becoming less of a factor depending on their mobility. But look at that offensive lineman for them, though. Like, there's there's been a lot of criticism that he's not being heralded as much as Brady because that man's in his 40s now, and he's still an elite offensive lineman, and they have a lot more wear and tear on their bodies. Well, and that's, that's fair as well. I guess my point is, is that he was in Detroit for so long mm-hmm. that his longevity moving in through St. Well, Louis – is going to be completely hindered. Well, I mean, you could argue that because he spent his career in uh, in Detroit, he might have a lot more miles left on him because they they didn't play as many games as most other well, they teams didn't. have. They didn't. The That's true, but he you got know? he got hit and his his body took significantly oh, sure, yeah. more damage than he yeah. may ever take at yeah. at St. Louis. But my point is, well, now we're getting to see him. We're getting to see him. Can he? Can he do it? Yeah, right? well, he's having fun, which is I think another big thing. Agree. Well, I mean, if once you stop having fun in a sport, it's time for you to retire. Right. You know. Well, I think the fun factor. I think when you, we look at older athletes competing, choosing to compete, because it really is a choice at that point. Yeah. They have enough money. Yeah. They, That's they fair. Have, they have their they have their their spouses. They have their kids. They have their mansions. They have mm. they have their future. They got their I, the IRAs and everything. Yeah. Set they up they have their future earning opportunities with yeah. broadcasting networks and whatnot. It's it's really they they have nothing else to play for other than their love yeah of the game well and that that basically sums up why Bra- how Brady retired 
Right? Yeah, I, did you see the text or the tweet or whatever? Yeah, I, I think that there's a very high likelihood he could pull a Favre. Move to another team again? No, I just or think just he, like come back, like like almost like was Favre out a year and then went? I feel came like back. Okay, or maybe, that's probably true. Maybe yeah, but um, I think like with Michael Jordan, even too, I think some of the the most prolific competitors, mm. I think it's hard for them to, to for them to finally leave. Yeah, until there's like a clear sign. Yeah, like an injury or yeah, because this feels like he made this decision because it was what it was best for his family. Yeah. Not necessarily like the. He, he well, he just said that he. I mean, in that thing, he said he didn't have the drive to compete like he like he did before, and so once you lose that drive to compete, yeah. you should you should turn the engine off and go do oh, something for else. Sure, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But so, I mean, he has anyway. the launching of his new his new apparel brand. Yeah. Right. Right. You know, and I still think he's so maybe he'll get that uh, that scratch itched, <laughs> so to speak. Fair. But, okay, uh, so we got Cincinnati, we got the Rams. Who are you taking, and by how much? Okay, what's, so what's uh? Give me uh. Do you want do you want to put anything on this? Yes, I'm down. Okay. I, I will tell you my my internal conflict. Do we want to write this down? We should. Okay, before we say anything, that way we can't change yes, our minds. That's fine. Let's uh, hand me one of them markers right there. There you go. Just yeah, that was good. That was that was awesome. That was epic, really, if you think about it. All right. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Do we got anything to write on? Here you go. We we can take the back of our 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 things, right? No. Yeah. Here, just take this. Okay. All right. Mm. Now, do we want to say the winner and by how much? So we have two chances of winning. Yeah, I like that. Well, we need a tiebreaker, so let's pick uh MVP. Interesting. Okay. Well, because like say, Winner, say so say how much? Well, let's say one of us gets the team who wins right, and the other one gets the margin right. Yeah, but I mean, in, so what we need is like what if who wins the and who like, what is the 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 difference between of scores for the yeah. winning team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then who gets MVP? There's twenty two. No, there's more than that. That's going to be playing that have the potential of getting MVP. I mean, clearly it's, it's, it's broken down to about maybe seven to ten guys who might get the MVP. Yeah. But my point is, is that's seven where we're looking at a, a 14 to 10 percent chance, 10 to 14 percent chance of getting that right. Yeah. That's come on. Come on. How is that going? I mean, come on. I mean, come on. It's, it's going to here's what it's going to boil down to. I mean, I believe that it will boil down to one of three players on each team. Receiver, running back, quarterback. Uh, I would say receiver, quarterback, and and or defensive special teams person. Okay. Because for example, let's say the Rams win. Yeah. But their offense was struggling, but their defense was in, like Donald gets like fifteen sacks and okay. you know okay, what I mean. Okay. It does like a strip. Right. Because it because did did Vaughn no did Vaughn Miller get MVP? Um, he might have. Uh, yeah. The year they won. They yeah. So have. I think that some defensive players had that potential. So I think okay. there's a higher likelihood. For example, like if L.A. wins, that right. a defensive player could be MVP. Okay, I don't right. think it's guaranteed to be Cup or um, Stafford. Okay, on the and let's just say on the Bengals side, right? 
let's say if it's a game of inches. Let's do and this. That kicker, let's do that this. kicker goes, you know let's what? Let's pick an MVP for both the Bengals and okay. the Rams. So that way we're guaranteed at least one team to get an MVP, and we can narrow it down on both of those. Okay. Okay. I like it. So I want, uh, let's do winner, difference of score, uh, or margin, and then MVP, Cincy, MVP, St. L. All right. It's L.A., though, bro. Oh, that's right. That's right. I, I just watched the uh, the underdog. Oh, is it streamable, or do you have to go to theaters? Uh, I bought it on Voodoo. Okay. I believe I might, you have my Voodoo. If not, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna i get it from okay, you, because yeah. I really want to watch that. Dude, it's it's really good. I mean, it's a predictable story, but it's good. I know, but did uh, I feel like the casting was pretty decent. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. really well done. Yeah. I thought. Yeah. Uh, Okay. I got MVP and uh, I got MVP for Cincy and MVP for, uh, you know what? I'm just doing this. All right. I'm ready. I'm ready when you are, big dog. Hold on. Okay. So we're just going to do winner and closest to the margin, yeah? So if I pick the if I pick my winner by 10 and, and I pick it by 5 and they win and the actual difference is 9, I would win that one. Yes. Okay, great. Just make it sure. All right. Um <laughs> My here's my thing. Yeah. I, I love Joe. Like and plus we're the average Joe's. So, you know what I mean? We got to go with Joe. Right. Okay. I love the swagger. I love like the whole youth thing. I, I mean, I was a fan of his at LSU even though they beat Texas that year really bad. Um, right. I, I respect the guy. Okay. You know what I mean? I have yeah. a lot of respect for him. But at the same time, I feel like as Texans, inherently, hmm. we're supposed to root for our own. Okay. So getting to see Stafford. Right. Highland Park. Right. It'd be really cool to okay. see him win a ring. It really would be. Uh, that's fair. You know, and you got Von Miller, another Texan. Right. Well, actually, I think, though, side note, I think there's probably like 25. Von Miller was an A&M guy, right? Yeah. Hmm. But I think he, he grew up in DeSoto, though. Okay. I know. Well, you know what? Here's the deal. Between you and John Jacobus, okay, <laughs> like I, I hate the Aggies less and less every year. Oh, good. You know, I'm looking forward to when we play the Aggies again so that I can get back to that. But I feel like I can't talk too bad about Aggies anymore because I'm blessed with so many Aggies that I care about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sh- shout out to, to the Giggers group. But uh, anywho, um, I think there's probably like, there's going to be like 20-some-odd. Um, Have you picked a winner yet? Hold on. I'm getting there. Okay. You know I love to talk around things. <laughs> Uh, there's like twenty some odd Texas high school football players. Okay, but there's a kid like in the NFL right now. No, they're just gonna be in the Super Bowl. Oh, okay, gotcha. Like that's incredible. That's pretty sick. But uh, speaking of rooting for rivals, okay, there is a guy playing on Cincy who's who's from Garland. Okay, like literally from the Owls. Uh, who is it? I don't remember the guy's name. Okay, is he the one that was on the that's been there a couple times? I don't know. There was one kid that played for uh, I forget his name, but I mean, he was a defend. He was a cornerback. I mean, Saxy's had a couple people that have gone. Rowlett's had a couple people that have been in a couple. You know, because the Bullets all went to. They played in one of the Bullets played in Indianapolis. Well, if the Niners would have uh, would have gone, then Aminahu, who was a Texas graduate, right. was from Rowlett. Yeah, just I mean, just throwing that yeah. out there. Yeah, well, it played at UT, right? That's what, yeah. Texas, yeah. a Texas graduate. Yeah. Oh, okay. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. Um, okay. Oh, another random thing. Okay. Since we want to get all the suspense going. Yeah, so as we're talking about, you know, our favorite district in all the land. Right. I am still floored with the, first of all, I think the social media department for the GISD deserves a round of applause because their game's been on point lately. But did you see Saban? Nick freaking Saban coming and taking pictures with coaches oh, at yeah. multiple schools. Sarkeesian came. Like, it's just been really, I think it's been really cool that, um, you know, schools where we grew up, schools, you know, district where you're coaching. Right. Is getting that type of love. Yeah. Oh, um, no, that's fair. So, um, okay. Mm. Uh, is it Hakeem Adinijai? Yes. Okay. I'm trying to figure out who the kid was who played. Uh, he played for the Patriots. He played for one other team, and uh, and he was a. I forget who. I'm it was. still trying to get my mom to tell me. You know, she she, she works with uh, you know Julian and a lot of them over at uh, Centerville. Yeah. And one one of the guys that was been in the playoffs, he came and bought. He bought food for all the teachers. He picked 10 families and bought them Christmas, and he did it real low-key. But, like, you know. That's how it should be done, by the way. I agree completely. But I Let like, not your right hand know what your left hand does or, or vice versa. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that I told mom, I'd love to know the guy's name because I'd like to root for him. Right. You know, given the fact that he just came in and tried to take care of some people and show his appreciation to people that were important to him. Right. So Okay, so anyways, neither one of it. us, neither one of us know – what is on the other's card? That is correct. We just wrote this down. We did. Just now. And uh, let's go ahead and do the reveal. All right. Okay. I'm going to, let's go ahead and on three. All right. One, two, in camera, three. All right. I'm going Rams by three. Oh, you went Cincy by three. Yep. What is, what did you write? Joey B, Matty S. Okay, we picked the same. We picked yeah. the same MVP. I know. I was trying to. We were trying to bluff each other. All that other player, yeah, uh, right. talk. But at the end of the day, well, the odds are the quarterback's getting the MVP. Well, I think, that's the type I th of that's the type of football we're playing now. Well, I think from a feel good story perspective, right now, yeah, you have the veteran quarterback finally getting his ring versus the new kid on the block that's uh, taken the world by storm. Okay, so I think it just they, they as long as they don't screw up considerably, it's theirs. Okay, I agree with that. Because uh, it's not always fair. Because like, like Brady so got you it think, a couple So you years. think the deficit is going to be three. You think it's going to be I a field goal. Yeah. Every, every, uh, Stafford's has been a field goal for three, like three many, straight games, yeah. or, or since he says, or something like that. Yeah, too many. First of all, let's also say best But you think playoffs. since he's going to win? I think they got the hot hand. Do you man. think – how does the Rams not have the hot hand? Uh, since he's is organic, whereas uh, um, L.A.'s is, is financial. Okay. Okay. I mean, don't get me wrong. Okay. I, I yeah. like a lot. Of, I like the coach. There's I like more young the talent in Cincy who's come from the draft than there is contracts. L.A. Being LA bought it. Okay. And there's a part of me that hates the Yankees' idea of yes. winning a championship. Yes, I, okay. I'm. I'm. I'm an Oakland fan from a Moneyball perspective. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I want great movie. By the way, very great movie. Yeah. Um, I forgot how many times it was referenced in the office. By the way, what? That movie was referenced like a handful of times in the office. I going back and rewatching it. Was it? Just, yeah. 
I don't know. Um, I, I don't Andy remember. talked about wanting to be cast in Moneyball 2 or something. It was hilarious. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but anywho, um, part of me doesn't want to see the team that spit, like that bought it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And there's another part of me, again, I, I know it. But isn't that the game? You go out and you get the talent? No, because if that was the game, the Cowboys, we should be winning all the Super Bowls because we're the most, we have the most money out of any sports franchise in okay, the, but, the history of man. But when you put the money in the wrong person, fair, then you're not going to get there. But here's my thing. Do, does anybody really want to see OBJ get a ring? The answer to that's unequivocally no. No, 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 no. The answer is yes. Everybody uh, does want him to get it so he'll go. They want to oh, see him get fair. it so he's out. Fair. He's he can retire, and then people will be fair. like, you know what? We don't need you no more. You got what you fair, came for. Fair, fair, fair. Yeah. I mean, so. I mean, but you got Van happy. Jefferson, Cooper Cup. How were yeah. those guys bought? Right? Those were both drafted by. Oh by, no, they weren't bought by the Rams. Uh, same thing with the running back. What's his face? Both of them, Henderson. Yeah, but I think no, I Henderson's hurt. Uh, I agree. Uh, they did buy. Uh, what's his face? The ba- Sonny Michelle, the backup for uh, yeah. for the young kid that they drafted. Yeah, he's been he's been that was a good one. That was a good draft. Stafford pick. was good. Um, getting uh, they bought Stafford right, but I mean Von Miller. I mean they traded away their draft pick. To, they have like no picks next year, but they're also that's the other thing fair. too though. They're going to have to get cut bait because their salary cap is atrocious for next year. They're going to have to get rid of some people. That's see that's I, okay. So I went back in in uh, in the Disney Plus and watched yep. the Bills. Uh, it's called the Four Falls of of Buffalo. Right. You're telling so, me about that. I still want to watch that. Oh, dude, it's, it's that. sick. And I didn't realize how awesome the Bills were in the early 90s. Because I think we were we grew up, we just made fun of them because they lost every year. Well, because we beat them twice. Right. Right? As Cowboy fans, right? The Bills, oh, the Bills suck. You know, y'all get there and you lose to us, you know, whatever. But, but in our, when we were growing up, though, the AFC did suck compared to the NFC. Like, we had a string. <sighs> okay. We had a string, I think, of NFC Super Bowl winners. Because then yeah. after us, you had the 49ers. That's true. It up. You had, okay, and let's go, let's look at it. Uh, they went 89, 90, 91. No, no, no. They went 90, 91, 92, 93. Yep. Uh, in 90, you had the Giants win. 91, you had the Redskins. Redskins. In 92 and 3, you had the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. 94, you had the Niners. 95, you had the Cowboys again. Uh, 96, you may have had, oh, I think 96, you had the Packers. And then yeah. uh, I think that's the one they won, and then uh, or it was ninety four Packers, ninety six Niners, yeah, ninety seven. Uh, I think ninety seven, ninety eight was the back to back for the Broncos, and then ninety nine was the Rams. That might have been it, yeah. something like that. Yeah, and so but I, we I mean we got two NFC. out of ten years. The AFC won twice in ten years. Right. So right. NFC was pretty much running the show until Brady. That's fair. That's and Manning, fair. And then the AFC then became became like the perennial. Right. Uh, so Manning Manning took over basically around two thousand mm-hmm. or so for the Patriots and was either in the championship or the Super Bowl, like ninety uh, percent of the time right. or more, ninety five percent of the time. It, it was stupid yep. how long how many years he was in. Anyways, but yeah, uh, how good the Bills actually were. It, it it blows my mind if their kicker in ninety makes the field goal to beat the Giants, we're talking a different story right now. Yep. We're talking at least at least two wins. Now, you also saw the uh, so in there it talks about right before they played Washington, their defensive line coach was talking about how their offensive line were called the Hogs or whatever, and he's like mocking them, making hog oinking noises and right. stuff, and and uh, which just fires them up. 
right? Mm-hmm. And so even still, there's an interview for one of the offensive line. He's like, yeah, one of the most motivating things for us was that stupid defensive line coach getting on the news and, and talking bad about us. <laughs> and we were like, okay, we'll just show you how, how terrible we are. And they just dominated the game, man. It was it was dumb. So speaking of coaches, though, I think, what, two of L.A.'s coaches have gotten head coaching jobs now, or is it just the one coordinator? What do you mean? I think at least one or maybe two of their coordinators have been given head coaching jobs in like the of the Rams. Yeah, one of like the fifteen open positions. Right now, like for the next year. Yeah, not for the like they're going to go be a head coach somewhere else. Yeah, starting next season. Correct. Yeah, Yeah. as soon as the Super Bowl is over. Right. If if not already. Right. So that's. I'm curious how that will play into it as well. Well, I mean, you got that all the time, right? I mean, uh, a terrible coach prevents his coaches from moving forward, from moving on in their career. Right, you know. but when you have coaches that are interviewing during the playoffs or right before the Super Bowl and they're getting their new jobs, I've always questioned, does that take away? Mm. Because I believe Atlanta, when they botched it against New England, uh, what's-his-face, that was his last game with Atlanta because he was headed to San Fran. What's his Shanahan. Who? Oh. But he didn't botch the – the defense was what was botched. They had the lead. Right, but they also didn't hardly score anything. The no, they half. scored like, well, yeah, in the second half, but they had like a 25-point lead. Right. How does a defense in the NFL allow 25 points unanswered at, with a 25-point lead? That's um, fair. Sorry, it was more than 25 because they took the lead. Right, that is fair. How do you allow that unanswered? I mean, unanswered is offense, right? Right. But continual scoring by the other team, that's defense. Mm-hmm. How do they not put a stop to that, right? How do they not make well. them go two drives without scoring in the middle of that? Right and take time off the clock, force punts, field goals, or whatever limit the scoring in an entire half. How do they? I don't know, but I'm just hopeful that Dan Quinn learned the answer to that question, so that he never repeats it again with us. Well, that's that's fair. But he was doing it as a head coach there, not as a not as D coordinator. Okay, so uh, uh, next thing. All right, so you're taking Cincy by three, and quarterback MVP. Okay, I'm taking Rams by three, quarterback MVP. Next thing on the list, the old Adam Walker and the old Joe Boo are going head-to-head. Okay. Head-to-head because we are the only two people that picked the Rams okay. as a Super Bowl winner. So it falls on you. And we both have the Bills as the team they're playing. So if Cincy wins, neither one of us have a shot. Uh, or have a shot at those points, right, for right. – uh, but we have total score. Adam chose a 69 total score. I chose, mm-hmm. chose a 56 total score. So uh, there so, is a little on the line for a travel to San Antonio or a travel up from San Antonio. Now, here's my question. Podcast. So let's say Cincinnati wins. Are we then going to total score? I believe yeah. I believe so. I believe we're going okay. straight to a total score at that point. Speaking- uh, but it, even still, it's straight to a total score. Now we're looking at anybody's. Because if nobody got the champion That's right, fair. then uh, now maybe because we picked a champion in there, we should automatically get first considerations. I think that should be how that works out. I like that. Now, okay, real quickly when we're talking about it, I don't have it on. I don't have it here anymore. How's the how's the uh, average Joe's League playoff pick? I'm looking. Uh, I think most of our brackets were completely. Everybody's busted. brackets over. But, Everybody, but I didn't know over. what what it looked like from a point perspective. Like, where did the most the points is eleven points? No, nobody got a winner. There's three people tied at eleven points. They okay. will be the payout, and all right now they're waiting to see total score 
for okay. who gets first, second, or third. Gotcha. And if Kansas City won and was had a chance to win the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. I was in the top four. Nice. And then if they won the Super Bowl, I was in the top two. Nice. And then I changed that last minute. I had Green Bay. I'm glad I took Green Bay out, but still. Well, to all those in average Joe's land, I definitely think we will – we will continue to market that hopefully uh, next year as we yeah. can kind of grow it a little bit. I know this was kind of a crazy, I think, year with everybody. Yeah. Uh, you know, Super, Bowl Super Bowl squares are available. Are still, they are, yes. Yeah. Speaking of which, next, before next week, I got to give you money. Give for my, that. my money. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, so make sure you do that. Uh, I, sh- I will. <laughs> I will. I'm hoping to get some luck like I did towards the end of the season on Pick'em. Uh, oh, but, okay. So by the way, I'm doing that a little different. Okay. okay. I'm doing the Pick'em or the, the Super Bowl squares a little different. Uh, what I'm going to do is, uh, if we don't sell them all, right, right, uh, if we sell them all, it's a thousand bucks. Every score is taken. Every somebody will win every everything, right? Thing, right? Uh, so if we don't sell them all, there'll be blanks. Gotcha. Agreed. Agreed. If a blank wins, then we're going to push first quarter to half. Gotcha. And then that those two totals will combine, and then there are eight squares that surround any one square. Or, or there's eight squares that surround any one square in the middle. Right. And there are four, three, two, uh, one, two, three, five squares that mm-hmm. uh, surround any square all around the edge. So anybody whose square touches a blank will split the winnings okay. for halftime. I like this. Okay. That way we don't have to like lessen the pot for and give more squares or anything like that. Uh, and if there's only one one person who occupies a square that's you know that's touching the winner, right. then that one person wins everything. And so, but it, but if there's a potential for eight people there, okay. Well, I just say a thousand dollars is a total payout. No, no, no. Well, yeah, yeah, total. Well, no, I mean, yeah, 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 total for all four quarters. If everybody buys, correct? Right. Yeah. So I think what we're getting at is, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, our friends, yeah, listeners of America, and you know the other. Six continents that we have listeners on. Sure. Hit us up. Right. Buy a square. Yeah, absolutely. Buy buy a Super Bowl square. Ten bucks a square. Yeah. Uh, right now, I'm going to see how many squares are available. Right now, there's 43 the squares available. Yeah. That, means, that means total payout right now is 50, yeah. 570 bucks. Because unless you live in Ohio or you live in L.A., you don't have a dog in this fight. Right. So give yourself something to root for. Absolutely. Which is random statistical math. That's <laughs> And uh, give your chance to win a little extra scratch. You know That's what right. I mean? That's right. Absolutely. Because you know what? Everyone needs a little bit of extra money for Valentine's Day. That's true. That's true. You know? So do I yourself mean, a favor. Do your significant other a favor. Right. And earn a little extra money for that Italian dinner you're going to go to. Right. Absolutely. That, that you could cook at home for five bucks. <laughs> I'm putting the link. I'm putting the link for the, the squares. Link in the in the chat there, so uh, if you need it, you know, go nuts. Uh, okay, next thing, Joe. Have you ever heard of the Florida man? Ooh, is this the Florida man? Is this the thing where if you type in Florida man, uh-huh. and any day of the year, so like your birthday or something yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, it's gonna come up with something crazy. Okay, okay. So we're going to look at Florida Man January 18th. See like it. On your birthday. On my birthday. What type of hijinks Florida men were up to. Right. Uh, man arrested after mistaking bank for a Taco Bell. I mean, that, that sounds very Floridian. Yeah. This was posted 
on uh, January 18, 2018. A Florida man was arrested on Wednesday afternoon for DUI after he reportedly mistook a Tampa Bay drive-thru for a Taco Bell. A bank drive-thru for a Taco Bell. According to the Hernando County Sheriff's Office, the manager of a Bank of America called to report an impaired driver after he found an unconscious man behind the wheel of a blue sedan in the bank's drive-thru lane. The manager told deputies that after beating on the car window for some time, he was able to wake the driver up. Upon waking up, the driver asked the bank manager for a burrito before <laughs> driving away after being informed that he was not uh, uh, at a Taco Bell. That's awesome. When deputies arrived, they found the blue sedan in the parking lot. The driver, Douglas Francisco, 28, was still in the driver's seat with the car running. The manager of the bank confirmed that Francisco was the same driver who he had called about. According to the arrest report, Francisco made several unusual statements. Deputies also noted that they had... Uh, that he had delayed reactions to their questions as well as slow movements consistent with someone under the influence of prescription narcotics. That was uh, 2018 on your birthday in in like Florida. Um, let's see if, if there's another one. Here we go. Oh, hold on. Oh, yeah, I didn't do that. Here we go. January eighteenth, twenty twenty two. This oh, this is a, this is the picture of the dude. A Florida man is under arrest after strangling a man that he allegedly told authorities he had been watching him for six weeks. Authorities called uh, to the area of uh, Bati. I don't know. Bativia. Batvia. Yeah. And Kings Highway in, in Cocoa on Monday for a battery. When they arrived, officials say a jogger had detained a man who had tried to strangle him with a belt. Ooh. That's, uh... Yeah. Dude, you got some you got some uh, some weird guys there on yeah, uh, let's on look the old, at you, Let's look at yours, Let's bud. look at March 18th. March 18th. I don't know why I was thinking your birthday was in February. I don't either. Do we know somebody whose birthday is in February? I thought your birthday was in February when I talked to you last time. Hmm. Okay, here we go. March 18th. Uh, uh, 45-year-old Florida man is accused of throwing a bowl of pancake dough at a woman preparing dinner. The report arrest states that. The woman told Hernando County Sheriff's deputies that Zimmerman insulted her and then threw a cooking pan before he picked up the bowl of batter and tossed that at her. The bowl missed the woman, but was thrown with enough force to break it. Mm. Deputy said the woman had pancake batter in her hair and on her clothes. Man. Dude's throwing pancake batter at people. I mean, it must not have been good pancakes, because okay. you know, I well, probably just stayed mad and ate my pancakes well, this before is, doing anything This crazy. is the better one, I think. Uh, 2021, Ooh. Florida man arrested for masturbating with a pickle on private property. Is it weird to you that they had to make the distinction between private and public property? Um, I don't, no, I don't maybe. know. But don't know. it okay. So, well, actually, his arrest for masturbating on private property, which included inserting oh a pickle, I did not see that one coming. Yeah, <laughs> um, um, was charged Sunday with exposure of sexual organs for the unappetizing display, according they to had the to use unappetizing, didn't they? Yeah, according to the arrest affidavit obtained by the outlet. The arresting officer was at the time responding to reports of a suspicious person. He ultimately found the dude on private premises laying flat on his back, no pants or undergarments on his bottom half, according to the document. 
Oh uh, this guy, according to the affidavit, had his penis in one hand and a large, uneaten pickle in the other hand, wow. and was using the pickle to penetrate his rectum while he was mad. <laughs> That might be a keeping it clean first. Oh for, my for, gosh, that's, that's for TYTYDCA right there. Hilarious. Um, that's, that was. Oh my gosh, you got another I mean, one here. I'm, I don't know how you follow that one. Well, let's uh, nailed to a cross with, with lips, lips uh, sewed. Okay, let's. Uh, I'm scared of knowing what shoved that's. a woman because he wanted to eat an egg. Dot dot dot. Let's check that one out. Florida man shoved a woman because he wanted to eat egg rolls in her house. Claims she slapped him. Doesn't he look like suspiciously similar to the first one? Yeah, they all kind of look alike. I mean, I don't understand. It's why a different so much... name. This is Keith Johnson. The other one's I like Dedege. I want to know if you're in Florida. Yeah, like what causes so much rage? Um, like what causes so much rage while eating? I I don't know. I mean, it's weird. It's, it's I mean, weird. it's peculiar. And I also kind of want to know, like, were they like from a take? Out restaurant, or were they jack in the box egg rolls? You know, because yeah, were they homemade egg roll? Right. Yeah, yeah. And maybe that that's it. why he felt like very invested in the eating yeah. of his egg rolls. Yeah, that's right. He knew her egg rolls were were awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another one: George Timmerman, an unemployed bricklayer, was found nailed to a cross in a heavily wooded section near near here today. Uh, his lips were sewn shut, and a heavy hunting coat was tied over his head to muffle his groans. Uh, alive, he yeah, was that's, nailed that's to good. a cross with his lips sewn, and he was alive. I guess that's a, that, that you know positive uh, outweighing the negative. Anyways, I was sent uh, I was sent a uh, a headline that it was uh, it reminded somebody of us. You were sent a headline, and it was rem- and somebody was You're, reminded of us. Okay, by this headline. Are you ready okay, for this I, headline? I'm, ready. I'm scared, but yes. Okay, here you go. Iowa man sentenced to life in prison after killing his friend in a fight over mayonnaise. Oh, that's sweet. Isn't it? It is. Very, I, mean, it, I, mean, I mean, but okay, so it just says a fight over mayonnaise. It doesn't say a fight over whether Miracle Whip is mayonnaise, right? Because it is, but... It's not. It is. But, but the point not. is, is that this guy right I mean, here was in a oof. struggle. You could clearly see... Very much so. You, I mean, he's got abrasions to his face, so the other guy was clearly not... Uh, Doing something right, so that's the. I mean, that's. But again, I mean, I wonder how they feel about Smarties and Sweeties. He okay, so well, so that. I mean, this could have been that. That could have been a gun violence murder. Probably this was Probably. a vehicle violence murder. Man, an Iowa man was sentenced to life on bars for the murder of a friend. He repeatedly ran over with a pickup truck over a fight about mayonnaise. Repeatedly ran over with a pickup truck. Right, not just like one time. Get out of my way, man. It was. I'm going to run over you, back up, bloop, 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 bloop. Pull back forward, bloop, 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 bloop. Back up, bloop, 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 bloop. Pull forward, bloop, 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 bloop. He's had enough. <laughs> That's what that is. Um, Christopher Erickbacher. Erickbacher. Now 29, used his truck to ram Caleb Solberg, 30, outside a cafe in a small town of Pisgah. <laughs> How would you like to live there? On December seventeenth, twenty twenty, the Des Moines Register reported, Erebacher initially drove away, then came back and ran over Solberg two more times, according to the Register. The two had been out drinking at a bar with another person earlier in the night uh, nearby Moorhead, but but things took a turn when Erebacher sprayed mayo on Solberg's food. 
which riled him. Riled so. Solberg and sparked a fight. The wood a bar fight. It sparked a bar fight. A furious Arabacher called Solberg ha- Solberg's half brother Craig Pryor on the way to the cafe and threatened to set Solberg's house on fire and shoot him. Mercy. The newspaper said Pryor later came to Dave's old home in Pisco where another confrontation was brewing. Arabacher eventually rammed his truck into Pryor's, then rammed Solberg. <laughs> because he squirted mayonnaise on his burger. Listen, Man. if you if you need a reason why not to consume alcohol, that's probably it. This is the one. That's probably if it. you're out with somebody drinking some alcohol and someone squirts mayonnaise on your burger and you don't want it there, they might kill you. They might have such a deranged mind from the alcoholic beverages right. they've been ingesting that they might say, you know what, it's worth life in prison to go ahead and run over you two or three times. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's... Or set your house on fire and shoot you. I don't know. I, I don't mean, get it. I don't either. I know I know. We, but we, notice we, this thing started off with two drunk guys. Two drunk guys got in a fight about mayonnaise is, and one ended if, up If dead. this isn't a public a PSA for why not to drink, kids. I don't know what is. I mean, you know, someone, maybe you get... Hacked off at each other about fighting over bagel bites and, and hot pockets being the same thing, which obviously they're not. But if you're too, if you're so drunk, maybe, you know. Yeah, yeah maybe maybe one one yeah. of those people has such a passionate opinion about yeah, it, yeah. that it's worth murder. Right? Maybe they got an argument and said that you know what, hot or pizza bites are savory uh, pop tarts. Yeah, which yeah. I, I think would be wrong, but you never know if you're drunk. Sure, right, and then. Pew pew. That's that's someone popping a cap. Yep. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I mean, over mayonnaise. Yeah, it's over mayonnaise. Who's, who's? I mean, it blows my mind. Blows my mind. I mean, you think about the pancake thing. I mean, too. it blew his but, mind from a tire. Fair. I don't know. I mean, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, okay, Joe. Next thing I got for you. All right. Are you ready for this? Um, you got anything for me? Well, Why do I here, always have things for you? I know. You never well, have anything for me. Here's something I was going to talk about. Now, oh, we, okay. you didn't get to come because you were having, uh, I mean. <laughs> well, didn't I? I? Well, uh, never mind. Okay. Um, but um, you, you were you were celebrating uh, a belated Feliz Navidad. Yeah. But um, I was going to talk a little bit about poker, man. We've talked a lot about wanting to have an average Joe's poker game. Okay. And, you know, I haven't played in a long time. Right, uh, but I, we went. Uh, did you go do that? I did go, brother. I went oh. to Alan's daughter's team's uh, charity tournament. Uh huh. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. Okay. Uh, so I went out sixteenth, made it to the fifth round. Okay. Oh. But it was awesome. Whoa, wait, wait. What do you mean the fifth round? Uh, round. So they were like every incremental time they were raised like round two, the blinds moved up. Round oh, three, okay, you know. Okay. Then after like f- four of them. How, okay, so I don't care how many rounds you made it to. How many people were left when you got uh, 15. I, I went out 16th. How many people started? I don't think they had the full 96. I want to say it was at least half of 50 maybe. Okay. 40, 50, I think. Okay, okay. Something like that. It was a lot of fun. But there, there's a Top 30% roughly? Yeah. Okay. So, but what I didn't realize is there's a lot of underground poker being played. Yes. And there was for ages. This yes, has been the case. Yeah, and there was an, an older generation 
that was v- probably I would say seventy to eighty percent of the players there. Okay, and it was fun because they're like, oh, oh, we know you play in, you play in Tom's game or you play in so and so's game or you are playing at the Rotary or you're playing at this. Yeah, and I'm like, what? And these people came to play. Yeah, I mean, they that, had, there was a cash prize, wasn't there? Or yes. something. There was, yeah, and they had raffles and stuff. Yeah, but it was awesome because these were like these, these people were card sharks. You know, they were they weren't they weren't like your great aunts and uncles or your yeah. They're your looking they're, they're looking for you to pull you know your collar whenever your you got yeah whenever you're bluffing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. but it was uh, so. Anyways, it was a lot of fun. Uh, every you pass around dealer just like you probably play in your home you know, your home games or whatever you're doing and stuff. Right. But nonetheless, it I was like, man, it was so much fun, and it just reminded me that you know what we we need to we need to see if we can get some. Uh, some friends over, yeah, and uh, have average a poker Joe's night. poker game is in the works. It's Let's the type works. that right now. We should type that. Average Joe's poker game in the works. Uh, okay. So, so anyway, so that was that was one of my little contributions. Okay, you know, for the conversation there. Okay, so uh, so when we get when we do this poker thing, we're gonna have to have yeah. some chips. We are gonna have to, have, to go buy some chips. We are, and I don't. I mean, I don't think that we're gonna have the the money capabilities to buy. I mean, I have a bunch of average chips Joe's chips, like not like, yet, at least. Right. Be it think, but what if? Right. What if we knew someone? That, what if we knew someone who enjoyed mm-hmm. doing things creatively on vinyl? Oh, I see. We could take one of my sets, right? Right. And we could possibly. DIY, DIY, DIY. Yeah, <laughs> do yourself it. Yeah, do yourself it. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Okay, so yeah. DIY. So some... more like D U A F. Do us a favor if, we, <laughs> if it really comes down to it. Okay, but maybe. Well, so here we just go buy a set. Who cares? But anyways, right. Well, see, I have a. I I do have the potential of like laser engraving. At school, there's still a laser oh, wow. engraver that I used to use all the time. I'd have wow. to figure like out like a Glowforge, maybe. Yeah. Sweet. And I mean, the, all the chips are the same size, right? Okay. So all I have to do is make sure I know where that center is located, and then put the well, uh, put the logo. I, I'd have to use some chips to like, um, what's it called? To uh, uh, like um, test. Yeah, you know, you know the, size and stuff. Yeah, the, the other thing we could do though, what's that? Is if we found a good deal on Sticker Mule. Yeah, we could just buy those uh, those acrylics, one and inch and stickers, s- and, s- and well, no, that yeah. Or yeah. remember, we we got the they were I guess it's supposed to be like keychains. Yeah, but we had talked about we we had a bunch of them already. Remember, right. we we talked about uh, sanding down. Talking about these right here. Yeah, talking about these. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is quite a bit more expensive than just getting stickers and putting them. Well, on that's shit. fair, but yeah, we could look at doing the stickers thing yeah. for sure. That's fair. Okay, so uh, so poker game, and we have some cards. When do you want to do this? We have a- average Joe's media we do cards, have cards for sure. Yeah. Uh, when do you want to do this? Uh, I'd be fun. I mean, I think we have to take in consideration possibly soccer, but I think it'd be fun either like on a Friday night or maybe a Saturday. What I liked about this tournament is it was midday Saturday, uh-huh. so I remember when we used to have home games all the time with families. It was tough. It was tough, you know, because yeah. like your spouse might not want you to be out until two o'clock in the morning, right? And uh, with kids. It's kind of hard to right type of thing. So I know that we have a lot of our friends and listeners. They have uh, different uh, spousal situations and kids of all ages. Right. You know, they're not as close to the finish line as uh, the two of us are. Right. Uh, in some regards. So. Um, okay. So let's think about some details of this. How right. much is it to, to enter? How much is it? 
do we offer in, like unlimited rebuys in the first five rounds? Well, or I think whatever. We, well, first decision is: Are we doing it tournament or doing it cash? I think if we did a cash game, we might get more people to to do it the first time. So where they can just they can bounce whenever they're ready to bounce. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I also like tournament too because people are like, okay, well, we're tournament. More however, but tournament pay out the. You know, the top five winners. Yeah, or top, top three five. or whatever. Yeah, three or, or you can do it tournament style, and it's like right. winner takes all. Right. If you really wanted to. Right. But yeah. Well, no, but even still in them big in them big World Series of Poker tournaments, well, yeah, yeah, they yeah. pay out a certain place. I mean, it, and they play out several yeah. because of how much money they got. Yeah. So I think it'd be fun to do as kind of like a, a, a casual friend thing. Maybe we could get it going on a, on a regular basis. But if we figure out how to pull this off. Right. Because as we've learned over the time, we're, we're pretty good at learning how to do some promotional stuff. Sure. You know, and producing some stuff. Sure. Then maybe we can lend our services to, uh, you know, different organizations that might want charitable tournaments. Right. Charity. Charity. We make this thing about charity where part of the money goes to a charity. Yeah. Part of it goes like a yeah. 50-50 split. Something like that. Okay. Yeah. You know, and yeah. uh, but maybe not the Like how time. is that any different than the 50-50 raffle at the Ranger game? Right. Right. Yeah, so, you know, maybe it's just for people to have fun, yeah. uh, you know, make a little extra if they want to. But for me, really, when you think about playing poker with friends, it's really like I could go spend 25, 50 bucks going out to dinner and a movie or something. Mm-hmm. So even if I'm losing that playing poker, I'm getting a couple hours with friends. Right. Having some good times. Right. Absolutely. You know, so. Okay. okay. So, yeah. So we're thinking a Saturday maybe. noon-ish, yeah. noon yeah, to two like on a Saturday. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what are we going to cap it at? Uh, twenty people. Yeah, a couple I mean, tables that, of ten max. That, you yeah, know? Be, yeah, that'd be. I mean, I'd, that'd be awesome if we just got ten, maybe. Yeah, I'd be happy for one table, just kicking yeah. back and having fun playing some cards and then build from there. But yeah, right, right. Okay, okay. Well, let's let's start putting that in the works. Absolutely, yeah. that could be a lot that'd of be fun. Really fun. Yeah. Okay, uh, we're going to start kind of wrapping it up. However, I do want to talk to you about our next episode. Oh, yes. Our next episode, I want you to think about a couple of things. I will. Okay, I want you to think about how to get along in school. Okay. Okay. I want you to think about. How to deal with anger. Okay. And I want you to think about how to make decisions. Okay. So how might you guide a young person to make Ah, decisions? Okay. How might you instruct your child or someone that you know, Mm -hmm. whether you be a teacher or just an influence, about how to get along in school? And how would you teach a youngster about how to deal with anger. Gotcha. Well, is, is anger a, something that they need? Right. And if, if it is, how is it controllable? That's right. what we're going to talk about. The reason why we're going to talk about that is because I found these pamphlets. I found these pamphlets. Oh, boy. In the, uh, in the uh, reassignment room at Rowlett High School during a, a cleaning session. Where I was, I, I was looking for something that I knew was in there, and I opened up a closet that was, uh, it was blocked by chairs and such, and I was like, I just wonder what's in here, and I found these pamphlets that mm. were how to get along in school, how to make decisions, and a guide about so I, anger. I, I, I'm noticing at the bottom it talks about the light program. Yeah. So I'll be curious to see what those say. I think light program was something I never knew enough about in school, but in hindsight, like from a parent perspective now, sounds like it could be, it, it might be a really neat thing, resource. The first question in here about anger is, mm. what is anger? 
I if mean, you don't know what thing. anger is, you're an idiot. Well, I think okay? though that it, it, if well, I don't know, it, I think we're going to look at it objectively, but we're yes. going to throw we're going to throw our our uh, chuh, yeah. duh comments in yeah. there because uh, well, it's going to be a good conversation. I mean, now it, people people have not been taught this stuff by their parents. Now, well, not in all cases. Okay, so well, back. A lot of parents don't understand it either. Okay, so this was okay. So let's look at. Uh, I don't. Okay, I don't know exactly when this was like published. You don't have or, a published name. Uh, 1997 edition. Okay, okay, so okay, so this is what they would have been teaching when back we were when in we school. were in school. Yep. Okay, so here's the deal. Here's the deal about this. This was the people who had parents, generally speaking, that back when we were growing up, largely speaking, parents were more involved in school than they are now. These parents probably taught what was acceptable and what was unacceptable most of the time. Now, uh, definitions of acceptability and all this other stuff differed between uh, one household to the next. Right. Right. Uh, profanity was uh, was commonplace in one house where it was shunned in the next. Right. Things like that. Um, drinking, like kids drinking alcohol, right. was, was accepted if it was with their parents. Um Unaccepted if parents weren't there, or it was just completely unaccepted all the, all the way right. across the board. Um, and then you have all this. You have, and then you have some parents, of course, on the other extreme, where they're like, "Well, I don't care what you do, right? Just don't be an idiot, <laughs> right?" And so they get to do anything they want. Anyways, this was for those people in ISS or RAC or whatever right. that did not know not to spit in somebody's face. They did not know not to yell the f bomb in class. They did not know those things back in our day and so they're like okay clearly you need a, a little refresher right maybe maybe your parents didn't quite teach you all these socially acceptable things and maybe you need maybe you need a little lesson these are not taught to anybody ever anymore like well yeah i, I mean, mean they are i teach them to my children well likewise but mine, my but. point is is that there are so many kids that Discipline is a problem. Yeah. There's so many kids that need discipline now compared to then because they, they, they need external discipline because they no longer have self-discipline. Well, yeah, I mean, let me, I'm going to extend that past uh, children. I mean, there's some young adults. Right. They're in desperate need of it. I mean, we want to start talking about, like, generational stuff. Right. And, but my point is, is since I've been teaching, right. it has exponentially grown. Yeah, I don't know how you do it. I mean, we talked a little bit about this, Justin, you going to get your mail and you seeing me like, you know, at an impasse down the street. Yeah. Yeah. Group of like six, six or seven kids. I'm, I mean, it's Complete great. disregard yeah. for the traffic on a, on a yeah. residential street. I'm, I pull up slow. Yep. They proceed to put their bikes down in the middle of the road. They don't even act. They, they see me there. Yeah. They can hear me there. Yeah. Okay. They don't care. Right. There's, they, they, they don't care at all. Zero. Complete regard for anything yeah. other than themselves. Yeah, one minus one equals the total number of you-know-whats that they could give in that moment. Right. And so uh, I'm just standing there, and I'm trying really hard to be like, you know what, I was a kid once. Yeah. I'm not trying to be some grouchy old man. I'm not trying to be rude. Right. But if there's a simple basic thing that I thought existed of. If there's a car in the street, yeah, get out of the way. Get out of the street, you just moron. Just move. Yeah. You're Just an move. idiot. Stop standing in the street so blocking traffic. So then you could see a couple of them. They're like, they're, obviously they knew what they needed to do, but they were looking at the others because we have a generation of followers, not leaders. Yes. 
And so they weren't going to do anything because I guess the older or the bigger kids, we didn't. So then finally they did, but they did it begrudgingly, almost as though like they were being inconvenienced. And I'm like, right. in what world? Like, go build a fort. Yeah. You know what I mean? Go hang out. In what out world does a car that can kill you if you happen to step in front of it but hang uh, not trump your ridiculous you decision not, to just play in the street? But not, it wasn't like they were playing basketball in a cul-de-sac. Right. They were people like with their, they were off their bikes. They were chit-chatting. They weren't playing catch. One of them had a ball, but they were just hanging out. Yeah. And they said to themselves, you we're know what? We're going to do this in the street. In the the smack dab middle of the street yeah. with cars being parked on either side of the street. Right. Knowing that two-way traffic on this residential street, there's only one car. Two-way traffic is impossible on this street. Exactly. Yes. So one car is coming or going. I just thought it just reminded me, goes back to the very first Average Joe's episode. Oh, yeah. Where we were talking about our experience of leaving, uh, going to see Creed that night. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you better get out of that corner. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> better get out of that corner. So, yeah, no, man, I, I think it's worth it. I don't know how you do it every day, sincerely. Okay. Like, I'm very well, spoiled right let's now. Just, let's just not, go back. I'm not since interacting. We're, since we're talking about, uh, since we're talking about uh, first episode, social etiquette, uh, went to see a movie last night. Which one did you go see? Uh, Scream. Is it any good? No, don't waste your money. Okay. I mean, wait for it to come out on Netflix or whatever. Yeah. I really want to go see the new, latest Johnny Knoxville okay. feature film. So, uh, well, there were five to six people removed from this theater mm. because uh, they could not contain their ability to be respectful of the people in this theater, in this auditorium. Uh, they were intentionally like like bags of chips or candies or something. I mean, super loud. They were easily eight rows above me. And so uh, all five or six of these kids... I mean, they're they're within the ballpark of fourteen to seventeen. I I, I looked at them. I was like, "There's no way there's a, they're they're eighteen years old and they got in here on their own." There's yeah. absolutely no way that that happened. And so, anyways, uh, I had there were people up there. Would y'all shut up? There were there were people that were mm -hmm. that were getting on them. I mean, like if you're gonna act like an idiot, you need to be expecting backlash. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you look like. I don't care if you're a, a dude, a chick. I don't care. I don't care what it is. If you're gonna go into public, right. where there are people who want to partake of something and not and, and limit interruptions. Right. If you're going to be an idiot and maximize interruptions, then you're going to get some backlash. And if you can't handle that, you just need to not go out ever. You need to go out when you learn how to be just generally respectful of the people around you. Well, the problem is, is that, you know, I find myself saying this quite a bit, is life is not a TikTok video. Life it is, is not a YouTube now. video. It is now. Life, life, life are, not, are not these things. And Flash photography last night. Really? Flash photography, not one. It only happened once that I'm aware of. Mm -mm. You know, I tell you what. The one of the, I've been lucky. <clears throat> the past several movie for a while now, movie going experiences, more of a risk of mine being part of it. Like, if you have you ever been to one of those 40 theaters? No, not yet. We're gonna pick one, and you're gonna we're gonna go together okay. with the kids. Fair. I had a hard time because it's funny mm -hmm. when you're getting jostled around and getting woo, you know, and everything. Gotcha. But. You know how mine are. When they get oh, on a kick. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Yes, I've been to, like, okay, it was more like a ride. Yeah. Okay, I've been to, I went to one of those in uh, in Hot Springs. 
Yeah, yeah. We, we saw the movie, and so it was. Synced. Okay, but now it wasn't a movie. It was just like a. Oh, it yeah. was like a so roller like, coaster virtual reality type okay, of thing. So think of it that way. But like it was, uh, we went to, a couple of the ones we went to is Snake Eyes. Okay. So whenever you're there, so they that they make you like vibrate whenever there's a car. Yeah, your driving whole seat's moving. Like you're moving up and down and front and back and being okay. tilted. It's synchronized to the movie. Yeah, and they okay. have uh, water and smoke and smells that'll get sprayed on you and brought into the theater. Strobe lights synced for lightning and thunder. Um, like when there was a snake. Or, Pretty awesome. Oh, dude, it's insane. Okay, it's really good. But it's where's it, this located? Wiley B and B, man, the greatest theater ever. They have a 4D theater there. They do. Okay. Okay. We, I'm telling you, we need to do it. It's fun, but it's a trip because the kids, you know, when kids, teens get the giggles. Yeah. They can't stop. Yeah, that's that's true. So that that was one of my struggles because my thing is, I try to tell my kids all the time is, is that I want them to always have fun. We, it's important to have fun in life, but our fun should never be at the expense of someone else's. That's true. So I want us to have a good time. Yeah. And I'm not looking to please everyone in the world, but our fun should not interfere. Should not impede somebody else's ability to have fun. Exactly. Absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, so we're, you know, Joe, we're about to wrap it up. Before we do, I want you, I want everybody to make sure that they take a trip on down to Dick's Deli. Okay. Okay. And then stuff, ourse- stuff yourself with our sausage. Okay. Yes. Just make sure you take a trip down to Dick's Deli. That sign's right there behind you if you don't Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know where you were going with this, and I'm like, we've made hand sanitizer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We talked yeah. about wraps when yeah, yeah. we were doing carpool karaoke, which we need to do another episode of. Yep. But I did not know that we uh, we were we were offering our sausage. Yeah, yeah. It's, at, it's located at Dick's, <laughs> Dick's Deli. Deli. Okay, yeah. Okay. I didn't know. You threw me off. I was like, <laughs> what? Are we, are we about uh, to give a shout-out to... <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Our, our that's favorite right. barbecue. That's right. Uh, company or not? But oh, that's uh, funny. Uh, I think next episode is uh, scheduled for the twenty first okay. of of the old February. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we and talk, I we'll, fully intend to talk about okay. uh, uh, things. Uh, we're, we'll go through these books about little reminders and stuff, and how yeah. how trivial they may seem, but how necessary they actually are. Yeah, and you know then uh, yeah, it'd be fun. So yeah, we got a couple weeks Valentine's Day in between. Yeah, I think old Jay Bird should be here. Good, make it the Menage Menage Joes. Menage Joes. Yeah, that's right. I mean, until next time, I'm the average Joe Boo. I'm the average Joe. I'm telling you to keep it clean. Record no matter how long. From the heart and we may be wrong Joe Boo parodying every song And you may not care about it Jaber opens himself this way This show is ours, we do it our way all these words sure we just say and you may not care about it things joe says and ranks we do monday's recording something new new guests here for a different view And you may not care about it. 
T Y T Y D C A T Y T Y D C A Average Joe.